0: Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, hockey fans. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day and here on the locked on podcast network we've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart the cross check podcast hosted by andrew berkshire and mary clark goes deeper into nhl stores than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on the ice follow the cross check podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts And as always, you can find Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore hurricanes on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes podcast. And you can find myself on Twitter and locker room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Now in this episode, folks, we will be taking a look at last night's game one against the Nashville Predators in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that, of course, will include the pros, the cons, and all the in-betweens. And we'll also be taking a quick look around the league and seeing what other series are shaping up as. Um, now, getting into last night's game, you know this was a very, very big game for the Hurricanes as the governor Roy Cooper who was also a siren sounder at this game, which I think is just freaking cool, um, along with Duke head football coach David Cutcliffe and NC State women's um basketball coach Wes Cullen who are also siren sounders. I just think that was freaking cool all the siren sounders they had. I'm really looking forward to who all they bring out uh throughout the rest of the playoffs. Um Coach Collins siren, uh, he got really into it, and it kind of reminded me of Luke Kuechly from a couple years ago when he got really into it and almost broke the damn siren. I don't think anyone will ever top that again, but, you know, that was, that was a cool little side thing. Uh, but one of the coolest things about this game was uh, the upped capacity uh, because, you know, the Hurricanes had 12,000 fans on the dot, and, at this game, and I agree with the players. This sounded more like like 24,000. Um, it was insanely loud. I mean, I was listening to this game at work on the radio, and it was crazy. Like, you just listen to them, like, this sounds like a beyond packed house. It sounded insane, and the players really fed off of that um, in this game. You know, the on the sort of negative side of things, Um, the first two periods were very uh, tight. Um, Nashville opened up the scoring first. Philip Forsberg uh, opened up the scoring, scoring the first goal of the series. Um, And then, yeah, the Hurricanes did answer back fairly quickly with a table-tear-vining goal. Um, Yeah, and that ended the first period tied. Uh, but yeah, you know, in the first period, you know, it seemed, you know, that neither team like really seemed great, you know, in that period, it was kind of almost a, like a, not necessarily a feeling out process, but, you know, kind of like getting their legs back under them a little bit, you know, from having such a long lever, I believe it was like nine days. Um, that's kind of what that felt like there, um. In the second period, it was a lot better for the Hurricanes. Um, Eric Halla, in or excuse me, before we get to that goal, um, the uh captain Jordan Stahl scored his first of two goals uh in this game on an absolutely filthy goal. Oh my god, it's been shared around on social media millions of times already, um, from the NHL, TSN, NBC, all of them yeah they've been sharing this goal Yeah, you know, he broke past two defenders and then just got this insane angle on the top shelf and it, it was crazy good goal um showing that yeah you know, either yeah you know, he's not a young chicken anymore Yeah, you know, he's still got it i mean he's obviously not like justin williams age or anything like that but yeah you know, he's got some miles on him but it ain't slowing him down um and then as I was saying, Eric Halla ended up tying things up, and he has kind of become public enemy enemy number one for Hurricanes fans. Uh a little weird, um, but also not because you know it's obviously been documented ever since you know he got traded down to Florida. You know he didn't necessarily mesh with Rod. He didn't like the system and all that mess uh just other off ice stuff where if you know you know we're not going to get into that here we're not that kind of podcast um and then you know the way he's played against us this season as a member of the predators uh so it's not really surprised that he was getting booed a lot uh he was actually doing a post game or not excuse me not post game intermission interview during the second intermission and the crowd was just booing him so loud if you Listen to that uh, clip that was posted on uh, the Predators Bally Sports account. Yeah, you can sort of hear them uh, there, but if you listen to like a fan video, oh, so loud. Uh, and evidently, he blew kisses at the fans uh, after that. Uh, and yeah, that dude's oh, he's a jerk. Uh, not the good kind of jerk, like the rest of the Hurricanes. Um, the dick move, dude, dick move. Uh but you know, then getting into the third period, um the hurricanes really, really opened it up. Uh Nino Niederreiter ended up scoring what would be the game winning goal, uh, to put the hurricanes up three to two. Jordan Stahl got a really sneaky goal, you know, to get his second of the game. Really just leading by example. And then Svech ended up getting an empty netter. So, you know, it was really Um, nice to see the Hurricanes, yeah, get a dominant win, at least you know on the score sheet. You know, looks like a dominant win. Yeah, that third period they really dominated, dominated, obviously. But you know, looking at the game as a whole, yeah, there's some things I'm not a huge fan of. Um, that we will get into in just a second, folks. Because first, I want to talk to you guys about RockAuto.com now. The playoffs have obviously started getting rolling and say you want to go to a game and you need to get rolling to that game. Uh, And what better way to help you with that than with rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose from the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, RockAuto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see the all all the parts available for your car or truck. And don't forget to write locked on in their How did you hear about us? Box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, you know, there is a lot to digest with this game. Yeah, you know, obviously on the positive, you know, the Hurricanes got a five-two win um, and really showed the Hurricanes who's or showed the Predators, who's boss, excuse me. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, the Hurricanes struggled, you know, out the gate. Um, they need to work at having better first periods. They do, because it's one thing doing that against a team like Nashville. Not saying Nashville is not a talented team. They got hot at the right time. And look, they're in the playoffs. Anything can happen. I don't want it to happen, but anything can. Um, And, you know, like I said, it's one thing to do that against a team like Nashville. But if you do that to, like, a Florida, a Tampa Bay, a Pittsburgh, a Washington, Toronto, Colorado, you do that to a team like that, they're going to take advantage of that. They're going to throw goals up on you. Uh, And you can't do that. Um, So I do want to see the Hurricanes... Get better at starting out um, in games. Don't get me wrong. I love you know, seeing them you know, just blow the uh, doors off the place you know, in the third period and just go out and dominate and win. Don't get me wrong. I love watching that. But it's the playoffs and you're going to be playing against really high caliber teams and little things like that. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, little things that you do there where it's not great. Um, but you get by and the playoffs that's going to be exposed and teams are going to take advantage of it. So, um, little tiny mistake is going to be a giant mess. Um, so they need to get that under control, but getting back into some of the positives, um, this is obviously a very chippy game, uh, between the hurricanes and the predators, there were a hundred total hits in this game, which is insane. Um, and I'm expecting a really physical series um, if this game is to go off of anything, which really isn't a surprise um, because you know these teams have played so many times, you know, in the regular season, and you look at some of these other series going on as well, Tampa and Florida being you know the big one right now. Uh, so you know that's, uh, yeah, it's not surprising, uh, but you know I do hope you know we. At least don't see any more injuries uh, because, you know, in this game, uh, Brock McGinn um, and Tabo, or excuse me, not Tabo Terravine, Jacob Slavin made their returns to the lineup, which is great. Um, Jacob Slavin, uh, he was a game time decision. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we can see him again on Wednesday, uh, depending on how things go. And post game press conference, Rod, you know, said he really didn't know anything at that time. Um, so we'll see more. Probably tomorrow when or Wednesday morning when it comes to that. Um, and you know, it was again a really monumental game for the Hurricanes. You know, again, the fans coming back, and this was also the first ever uh playoff storm surge. Um obviously the hurricanes started the storm surge back in the eighteen nineteen season, but they never did it during the playoffs. They didn't do it that year, they didn't do it last season up in the bubble, which is a Bit more understandable is the bubble, you know, fans. Uh, but yeah, you know, I felt this was kind of cool. They saluted the fans. This is obviously, you know, the most fans the Hurricanes have had in um, quite some time. This was actually almost two years to the day of the last Hurricanes home playoff game. Obviously, they lost to Boston in the Eastern Conference final, then. Uh, but that was crazy. Um, and then uh, Alexandrovich, he got the start in net tonight, which I think was fantastic. He looked a little uh, off a bit at first. I think that was just kind of pregame jitters. You know, even though he obviously didn't say that. in you know, him postgame. Yeah, you know, I think yeah you know, it was kind of some pregame jitters. You know, obviously his biggest game of his career. You know, up to that point. So you know, I think that was big for him. We'll see how things go on Wednesday. Whether it'll be Peter or James, I think it'll probably be Peter or James, but we'll see. Um, Rod said um, the other day, you know that, or was it this morning? I forget. Uh, but yeah, you know, what is time these days, guys? Uh, but he said uh, in uh, the pre-game media availability um, before this game one that. When it comes to that kind of things, so he just usually defers off to his goalie coaches. So, and if they say, you know, Alex should uh, be getting a start, Brad says, okay. Peter, okay. James, okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens um, come Wednesday. But that's just something we're going to have to wait and see. Um, I'm not prepared to make any predictions on that uh, just yet, but. You know, looking at some of the other guys, you know, in this game, Niederreiter had a really great game. Um, in my opinion, he obviously had the one goal, but yeah, you know, he was really feisty, uh, which was great to see um, from him. You know, especially his playoffs, this team is very, very hungry, and you can tell by watching him. You can really tell. Um, he had several hits. Um, in this game, um, as well as getting to a few scuffles. I'm surprised we didn't see, like, a full-on fight in this game. I really am, but I guarantee you we are going to see one sooner rather than later. It's just going to be who's going to be in it. Um, Marty, he also had a really great game as really long with just that whole fourth line. That fourth line had a hell of a game. Um, I was really impressed with them. Uh, Warren Fogle is starting to look a little bit little bit better. We're starting to see playoff Warren Fogle now. Um I was obviously very critical of him during the regular season uh, with some of his shortcomings but he started to ter- turn things around for the playoffs which is great you love to see that um and I really liked how you know we saw some scoring from the top guys um Niederreiter, Teravainen, Stahl, you know, We're seeing those guys um, especially Teravainen um you know he's obviously not one to score the puck or shoot the puck excuse me but the fact that, you know, we're seeing him shoot, that's uh, great. You know, we see it from our top guys, and we saw it from Nino, we saw it from Stahl. Svech's got his empty netter. Um, so I hope we can you know, get our top guys really rolling um, and, you know, get Aho scoring regularly, get Svech scoring regularly, not on empty netters. As, you know good as it is to have that extra goal there, um, you know, to get it, you know, against people we really get that confidence going and then if we can get some of our depth guys uh going again you all know, like Vincent Trocheck, uh Brady Shea, Esper Fost, um we can get those guys going I think we'll be in really really good shape um heading forward in this series and beyond but you know speaking of beyond you know we obviously need to look at other series um because you never know who we might be playing Uh, But we'll be doing that right after this because I want to talk to you guys about uh, another one of today's sponsors, and it is, of course, BetOnline.ag. And as you guys know, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to to bet on all of your sports actions. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code On. That's a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and get all the sports news you need in under twenty minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now I mentioned you. Looking, you know, around the league, you know, seeing what's going on, um, because obviously the Hurricanes now lead their series one nothing. Um, now in uh, the Tampa, Florida series, you know that game you know, just blew my mind. I forgot how to talk because that game one was freaking crazy. Loved that game. Uh, Tampa obviously ended ended up winning that game in overtime uh, five to four um, but yeah that was a crazy game um, I loved watching that on Sunday um, and they're playing again tomorrow um, I'm really looking forward to that game I think that's going to be really good I think that series is definitely gonna go seven games um, the Bruins and uh, Capitals played again tonight um, and they tied, and the Bruins tied that series up uh, as they beat the Capitals four three in overtime. That series is now tied at one game apiece. It'll be interesting to see how that series goes. I think that could be a long one. Um, the Islanders and Penguins play again tomorrow. Um, yet another game that went to overtime over the weekend as the Islanders won in overtime four to three. I do think that the Penguins will probably bounce back in that series, though. Um, And we have the Oilers and Jets, um, who have yet to start uh, their series. Um, They are playing on Wednesday, May 19th. it It'd be interesting to see how that goes. The Maple Leafs and Canadians have also yet to begin their series. They begin theirs on Thursday, May the 20th. I know there was some uh, still some games left to be played between Vancouver and Calgary, so that's why that uh, is kind of getting a late start there. Um, and then the Avalanche and uh, Blues played tonight um, as well with the Hurricanes and the Avalanche won 4-1. to one, um, And... Took a one-nothing series lead there. It was crazy. It was kind of crazy in that game because you know I was seeing some of my friends there, you know, tweet about you know how Jordan Bennington was making some really good saves and whatnot, and then everything just kind of went downhill from there. But Colorado's a great team. Um and uh in the final series going on right now, uh is the Golden Knights and Wild. Um the Wild. One game, one in overtime, one to nothing. That was a real goaltenders battle on Sunday. Um, and they play again tomorrow, Tuesday, May 18th. Um, so that's what's going on around the league right now. The Hurricanes and Predators play game three on Wednesday, or game two, excuse me. On Wednesday, May 19th, I was thinking third day of the work week there, folks. Um, so, be looking forward to that. I know I am. I'm expecting a really physical battle there for the Hurricanes and the Predators in Game three, Game 2. I keep saying three for some reason, folks. Ah, um, But, really looking forward to that game. But, for now, enjoy the win. Enjoy the memes. Uh, all that good stuff. And until then, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. The Instagram's new. I'm having fun having uh, another way to connect with you guys there. So make sure you follow that as well. And of course, we are also on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And you can find my personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 on Twitter. And you can also find me on the Locker Room app at Jared Ellis underscore 96 as well. And until then, you guys have a great night, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace.